If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Well, here we are. We have reached the end of the seven-part series that I have done on the seven spiritual laws of success. And as the podcast intro mentions, you know that I believe strongly in the importance of nurturing our mind, body, and spirit, especially to run a healthy business, not just to have a balanced life. So I have decided here and there to share my favorite bits of wisdom with you guys, and one of those things is the seven spiritual laws of success. So first of all, if you're listening to this episode, episode number 61, and you haven't listened to episode number 11, that is the introduction to the seven spiritual laws thing. So it'll give you a much better idea of what this series is all about. The book is in seven parts, and this is part seven, but the introduction episode will definitely give you a sense of uh, what's going on here and subsequent episodes after 11. So I've done these episodes every few weeks, and if you go back and listen to them, you can find them, let's see, episodes number 11, 17, 23, 30, 37, 45, and 52, along with this one, 61. This is the last one. So once again, if you want to review the entire series, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, and uh, dive into what we've covered so far. It's episodes number 11, 17, 23, 30, 37, 45, and 52. Okay, so today we're diving into the law of Dharma, otherwise known as your purpose in life. And this is from the book, quote, everyone has a purpose in life, a unique gift or special talent to give to others. And when we blend this unique talent with service to others, we experience the ecstasy and exaltation of our own spirit, which is the ultimate goal of all goals. So this is a, a great, a great uh, chapter to end sort of the year on as well. And uh, today covers the final chapter, as I said, in this series. And I'm going to read a little bit more than usual today directly from the text compared with some of the other episodes, if you've listened to these, since Dharma covers three parts. Um, and obviously the book articulates it best. So I encourage you also to grab a copy of this book if any of these episodes have resonated with you. It's a really small, short, thin book, but powerful. And uh, it can take on different potent shapes depending on what you're going through in your life. And it's been a consistent resource in my life. And it feels new every time I return to it, depending on what's going on. So you can head to jennings.photo forward slash resources for a link to the book and other favorite books I love. That's jennings.photo forward slash resources for a link to The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. And let's dive in. So again, I'm just going to jump in and read um, a good chunk of the first part of this chapter to you. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about it at the end. So Quote, there are three components to the law of Dharma. The first component says that each of us is here to discover our true self, to find out on our own that our true self is spiritual, that essentially we are spiritual beings that have taken manifestation in physical form. We are not human beings that have occasional spiritual experiences. It's the other way around. We're spiritual beings that have occasional human experiences. 
Each of us is here to discover our higher self and our spiritual self. That's the first fulfillment of the law of Dharma. We must find out for ourselves that inside us is a god or goddess in embryo that wants to be born so that we can express our divinity. The second component to the law of Dharma is to express our unique talents. The law of Dharma says that every human being has a unique talent. You have a talent that is unique in its expression, so unique that there's no one else alive on this planet that has that talent or that expression of that talent. This means that there's one thing you can do and one way of doing it that is better than anyone else on this entire planet. When you're doing that one thing, you lose track of time. When you're expressing that one unique talent that you possess, or more than one unique talent in many cases, the expression of that talent takes you into timeless awareness. The third component of the law of Dharma is service to humanity, to serve your fellow human beings and ask yourself the questions, how can I help? How can I help all those that I come into contact with? When you combine the ability to express your unique talent with service to humanity, then you make full use of the law of Dharma. And coupled with the experience of your own spirituality, the field of pure potentiality, there is no way you will not have access to unlimited abundance because that is the real way abundance is achieved. Okay, so I want to just jump in here after reading those three parts to you. I think they're incredibly powerful. And I'm sure, particularly with the second part, Um, how you can lose time when you're doing something that expresses your own unique talent. I'm sure that there has been some point in your life where you've been involved in something, whether it's cooking a meal or drawing a picture or taking a walk where you just lose time and you feel completely connected to whatever it is you're doing. So in the spirit of the new year approaching, I wanted to read out those three different components of the law of dharma and encourage you if you're listening to sort of think of yourself and your life but also your business in this way and see if there are things that you are naturally drawn to that cause you to lose time and that not only make you feel fulfilled but also are of service to others my obvious example is my natural draw and pull to visual arts i've i've always done it ever since I was a kid I was drawing pictures constantly and drawing cartoons all the time I still I still do actually from time to time and um, now it's manifested into a photography career as well as this podcast and other coaching and educational things that I offer and so I'm still working uh, to figure out how I can be more of service and more in alignment with what I like to do but that's what I encourage you to do listening to this chapter today. And um, again, if it resonates, definitely pick up a copy of the book. It's a small but mighty book, and you can reference it at any different point in your life. And it always seems to offer just the right amount of wisdom. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Thanks for listening. If you are the sort of person that likes to take a little time in December to organize goals and go into January full steam ahead, you're in the right place. I am offering 50% off your first entire year of HoneyBook. So HoneyBook is a CRM, if you're not familiar with it. It helps you stay organized when you're booking clients. So from the minute that they inquire through email, sending out contracts, collecting payments, 
payment and keeping everything organized on your calendar are just some of the main things that HoneyBook does. So if you feel a little disorganized, if it's hard to keep track of everything and you feel like you are busy enough at this point in your business to step things up next year and go into 2020 ready to step things up a notch, then you want to give HoneyBook a try. You can head to Jennings.photo forward slash HoneyBook. And if you just use that link, you will get 50% off your first entire year. I know that some of these things add up and I know that running a business is an investment. But if you are one of those people, and I hear it a lot, that has a little bit of trouble staying organized and feels overwhelmed when it comes to the entire booking process, keeping contracts organized, keeping payment organized, making sure everything's in one place on your calendar, then you're going to want to give HoneyBook a try. Give it a try for next year. And if you don't like it, don't keep using it. But you get 50% off right now if you give it a try with my code. So head to Jennings.photo forward slash HoneyBook. That's Jennings.photo forward slash HoneyBook. Use that link. That link will give you 50% off an entire year of HoneyBook just for listening to this show. Speaking of the show, let's get back to it. So there's one more section to this chapter that I wanted to read to you out loud that sort of wraps it up nicely and gets you really thinking about, I don't know, it gets me really thinking, but about what what this all means. So, quote, if you want to maximize the use of the law of Dharma, then you have to make several commitments. The first commitment is I am going to seek my higher self, which is beyond my ego through spiritual practice. The second commitment is I'm going to discover my unique talents and finding my unique talents, I'm going to enjoy myself because the process of enjoyment occurs when I go into timeless awareness. That's when I am in a state of bliss. The third commitment is I'm going to ask myself how I am best suited to serve humanity. I'm going to answer that question and then put it into practice. I'm going to use my unique talents to serve the needs of my fellow human beings. I will match those needs to my desire to help and serve others. Sit down and make a list of the answers to these two questions. Ask yourself, if money was no concern and you had all the time and money in the world, what would you do? If you would still do what you currently do, then you are in Dharma because you have passion for what you do. You are expressing your unique talents. Then ask yourself, how am I best suited to serve humanity? Answer that question and put it into practice. So I really like that section a lot. And that question, what would I do if I had unlimited resources and money and time, is one that I have made a practice of asking myself for quite a few years now. And it is always an incredibly grounding question when you feel maybe overwhelmed or just not sure what you want to do. Just try and sit with that question for a little while, maybe for a few days, and see kind of what comes to you. Because that is a really powerful way to dial into what really lights you up. And that, dear listener, is the conclusion of the seven spiritual laws of success. If you've listened to any of these episodes or all of these episodes, you'll know that I am drastically summarizing what the text has to offer. And because these concepts are incredibly dense and need some time to sort of settle in your mind and your body, then I, I recommend that you head out and grab a copy of the book. I don't know if people head out to grab books anymore, but you can certainly grab it online. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. And one more time, if you'd like to dig into the past episodes, start with 11, then 17, 23, 30, 37, 45, and 52. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll be back soon.